This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy Ott along with Wes Reynolds from Vincent here on the Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. It's week 18, the 17th playing date for the NFL. And West 2 and 2 last week. Green Bay, a blowout. Denver, very much in the game, uh, plus 13 to win it outright. But, boy, I think that that old axiom where it was just a little bit too much. The Colts, whatever you see on a high-profile standalone game, they bounce back. Even the Colts have decided that. They did not look good uh, last week. Rams uh, were in it early, and then the Chargers cruise in the Battle of Los Angeles. Two and two weeks, still three games over 500. Anything on those games we're looking back? Yeah, uh, obviously the Colts, uh, you know, they, they, they were never really in it. You kind of knew – when they elected to kick the field goal and they had fourth and goal, I think from the five early on, it's like, okay, that th- this is not a team that's going to win the game. And, and they, they were just, they, they were just bad. That, that was an absolute dead side. All right. Uh, let's get to the games and we got Saturday games. Um, I can't remember a final week of the season where we had uh, Saturday and Sunday games, but this is what we have. And they're trying to uh, stretch it out as much as they can. Uh, is the uh, National Football League. And so the night game, it's all for us. And this makes no sense. No no worries about compromising this game on the other half of the division when the Colts play the Houston Texans. So it's for all the, all the marbles. And uh, winner take all and will be the number four seed in the AFC playoffs. Jacksonville surging. Tennessee limping to the finish line. Jacksonville is six and a half over the Titans. Yeah, and look, all the pressure on the Jags here because I think this is a team that, you know, was thought to be improved. Doug Peterson coming in, has the credibility being a Super Bowl-winning head coach with Philadelphia, that you knew Jacksonville was going to be better. I mean, they couldn't get any worse, quite frankly, going 3-14 and 14 last year. But I think, you know, he has brought in a culture, and, and credit to them, and they've been playing very well. And Trevor Lawrence, I think uh, – I think it's a a 14 to 2 interception ratio like over his last eight games. But now the expectations change and now the pressure is all on Jacksonville because they come in hot. Tennessee, like you said, comes limping in. But even though Tennessee lost by two touchdowns last week to Dallas, the game was a lot closer, I think, than the final score indicated. And I thought Josh Dobbs actually looked pretty good. And looked relatively compliment uh, or, or, or uh, mm-hmm. uh, excuse me competent, I should say, uh, going forward. He was he was a, a Detroit Lions practice squad guy earlier this year, and then you know he gets the start, and you knew it was kind of like okay, they're not just resting Malik Willis here; they want to give Josh Dobbs a look. 
and they certainly saw enough with him. So, you know, if they're going with him as a starter. They rested a lot of guys last week. Tennessee, no Derrick Henry, had a few guys that they kept out on defense for precautionary measures. And really, in terms of this matchup, you have arguably the most injured team in the league in Tennessee because I, I think they're like number two in the league on players that have been on injured reserve at some point this year, over 30. Meanwhile, Jacksonville has only had like six all year that have spent any time on injured reserve. So healthier team versus an unhealthier team, at least throughout the season. But I think six and a half, and, and I, I would obviously like to get seven. I don't know if it's going to pop necessarily because I think that there would be immediate buyback on Tennessee. It's a lot of points for Jacksonville. I know they won on the road a few weeks ago uh, down uh, up there in Nashville, but it's a lot of points, I think, for, for these guys in a pressure situation that they are not used to. Mike Vrabel in his preferred role as an underdog at these 15-10-1 as a road underdog did lose a few weeks ago at Philadelphia. But this is usually like the point spread spot, I think, for the uh, – for the uh, Tennessee Titans, and I thought six and a half was a little big. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Wes, on having more confidence with the Titans and Dobbs uh, than uh, Malik Willis. I mean, and but Dobbs been in the league longer. I mean, he's he's mm-hmm. he's, had, he's got a little bit more seasoning, and uh, so um, no, he I, uh, he looked fine. He he was not the problem uh, in the uh, in the game against Dallas. So uh, yeah, I think that's a a lot of points in this spot. Keep him on. Jacksonville in this unfamiliar territory. You know, sometimes these teams yeah. come out a little sloppy and then they fight for their life. I could see where they're fighting for their lives and they pull it out at the end. But the six and a half is a lot of points with this one. And listen, hey, a little bit of a a little bit of a uh a rest, a little bit of a refreshing of your batteries is certainly welcome at this uh point. Uh, of the season. So Tennessee plus the six and a half against Jacksonville. Looking at some teaser uh, next, little Cleveland, Minnesota teaser. So Cleveland at Pittsburgh, um, it's a two and a half at Bet Rivers. So you're teasing that up to eight and a half. In Minnesota is minus seven and a half at Chicago. They may rest, uh, rest Justin Fields in this one. And that was teased down to one and a half. And for the first time, Sean Watson made some Deshaun Watson type of throws. Not mm-hmm. all game, but he made a few that looked like his old self on Sunday in that win at Washington. Yeah, and, and look, Jimmy, I mean, we got to understand this guy, you know, did not play until week 13. He's going to be rusty. I don't care what kind of physical shape you're in. You know, if you're in your normal condition, there's being in physical shape and there's being in game shape. And he obviously didn't have any games, so he was not in shape. But, you know, did show, I think, you know, why Cleveland gave him all that money, which, you know, kind of seemed foolish based on the suspension and everything going on there. But, yeah, uh, I'm just doing this because, look, Pittsburgh still has an outside shot at a wild card. Obviously, Cleveland is long eliminated. But Pittsburgh just doesn't get margin on teams, Jimmy. And, and you see they are in close games week after week after week. I had them on a teaser against uh, – Baltimore last week and week after week, they played these low-scoring, close games. We saw it against the Raiders or a couple weeks ago on Christmas night or Christmas Eve, rather. And they just they, – they're, they're not a potent offense that's just going to, like, really get out and get distance on a team. So I thought teasing Cleveland with the low total made sense up through the three and the seven. And then you add the Minnesota Vikings, like we said – I don't know why you would put Justin Fields out there in, in a game where 
they can't really improve. Uh, you know, they can maybe improve draft position and potentially get the number two pick. We know they're not taking quarterback, so but they want to keep that because obviously they want trade bait. Sure, you know because there's some teams like uh, you know my Indianapolis Colts that are maybe going to want to need to trade up if they want to get the services of C.J. Stroud or or perhaps perhaps right. Price whoever is going to go first of the two, but. Uh, I, I think that Minnesota, and look, I've talked about them all year. Uh, they kind of give in getting lucky. And, you know, we saw last Sunday, you know, being on Green Bay, Green Bay absolutely all over Minnesota, really, from the get-go. And you could kind of see that coming. So, you know, teasing Minnesota down to one and a half where, you know, they basically just got to win the game. Also, Minnesota still competing for, you know, seeding in, in the NFC, I, I think, here. So that's something that you definitely want to look at if you're really, you know, and all this stuff, by the way, is, ba- is baked into the number. You know, it looks like Minnesota probably going to get the three seed, you know, if everything holds to form, but there's still some possibilities they can improve upon that. So uh, Minnesota one and a half, Cleveland eight and a half. I love the Cleveland side uh, for all the things you talked about in these two teams. How is this just going to be a, a, a double-digit win for either side in this game? I mean, you know, Pittsburgh. And, and also with the total at 40, a total at 40. And listen, we've had some low totals this year, but the lower the total, the more valuable those points are when you're teasing it up uh, from that number, from the uh, the one and a half uh, to two and a half up to over a touchdown. So I'm I'm really uh, bullish on, on on Cleveland on your pick on that one. I am I, I think Minnesota just wants to feel good about themselves. I mean, yeah. going into the playoffs, I mean that was that was rough. They get the block punt, they only get three, and then they just get it handed to them. So Cleveland plus eight and a half, Minnesota minus one and a half teaser. And your final pick, Wes, this week you gone home school, baby. Yes, indeed, the Raiders. What a game that was mm-hmm. San Francisco and Las Vegas and what made it possible to have that type of game was Jared Stidham and well Jared Stidham has been with this head coach before right maybe he's a little bit more comfortable uh, than maybe even uh, a Derek Carr so Vegas getting a big nine and a half at yeah. home against Kansas City yeah and you mentioned about Jared Stidham which uh, a lot of people I don't think considered in the market He's been in this system with Josh McDaniels for three years as a backup up in New England. So, well adept. So, I wasn't surprised to see him play well. Maybe that well in terms of, you know, the fact that he went 23 of 34 for 365. They had a chance to beat the 49ers. They end up losing in overtime. But we talked about it last week when we were on Denver. Kansas City is big favorites. Not always a big bargain. I think uh, now Mahomes drops to 12-19 in his career against the number so under 40 percent as a favorite of seven or more now they got to go on the road and i just think that you're getting a little bit of a tax here jimmy because of course kansas city you know they can clinch the number one seed in the afc if they win and 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 the bills lose and who knows what is going to happen obviously sadly with what we saw on monday night with damar hamlin you know if this game is going to be it's certainly not going to be made up this week but if it's going to be made up a following week or if the NFL is going to have to change the schedule. So we're all waiting just to hear on this. But the most important thing is DeMar Hamlin's health and well-being. You know, let me reiterate that. But in terms of this, I think that that's inflated in the number now at nine and a half. And the Raiders, even though they're officially eliminated from the playoffs, and look, 
their their playoff hopes were hanging by a string anyway. I think that they knew that, and they were kind of resigned to their fate from that point of view. But I think with Kansas City coming in, these guys are going to try. And this isn't necessary. It's not a great Raider defense, but it's a different scheme than what Gus Bradley played against Kansas City last year, where Kansas City scored like 100,000 points in two games on the Las Vegas Raiders. So it is a different scheme. I think you're going to see the Raiders try here in prime time on Saturday night, last home game of the year. I thought nine and a half was a big number for Kansas City. And keep in mind, if you're playing these games, you know, and looking at the playoff scenarios, well, the team that needs to win, well, the team that needs to win doesn't need to cover necessarily. So you're already paying the tax from the get-go. So don't pay an extra tax with this. All right. Uh, so uh, Las Vegas and Kansas City plus nine and a half. And listen, Stidham, Stidham put up those numbers and those points. It's a much better defense than what Kansas mm-hmm. City has. So, I mean, that's that uh, gives you a, a little uh, confidence that he can sustain this uh, for another game. And then the NFC East. Now, these games will start 425 Eastern time. Dallas at Washington and the Giants at Philadelphia. Maybe a little scoreboard checking in this one. Middle yeah. of the game, if uh, the Philly is uh, blowing away uh, the Giants, the Giants, how about that? The Giants don't have anything to play for in this matchup mm-hmm. against the Eagles. It's the Eagles that don't have that number one seed uh, set just yet. Even the division just set. Yeah, they can go all the way down to the five seed with a loss and a Cowboys win. Cowboys are favored by seven and a half at Washington West. You are on the Commanders. Yeah, I am. And for one of the reasons you said in terms of, you know, scoreboard watching, if all of a sudden, Dallas can't win the East, I mean, and they know that they're resigned to their fate, that they're the fifth seed, and they're going to go be and uh, play Tom Brady and Tampa Bay, who they're locked into the fourth seed now as the NFC South champion. All of a sudden, Micah Parsons could be a scratch. All of these starters should be scratches. They should be playing backups, because why, why would you go ahead and risk these guys against the commanders, against a division rival, by the way, that's not in the playoffs, but's looking for some feel-good at the end of the season, and they'd love to beat the Dallas Cowboys. And also, this is buying on weakness uh, in terms of Washington, of course. Uh, Ron Rivera, uh, you know, rightfully being uh, raked over the coals a little bit, didn't know know the, uh, the playoff scenario that they could be eliminated, and that's exactly what happened to him with the Cleveland Browns. So, you know, everybody's down on this team. It's like, oh, my God, this coach is a boob. And, you know, Carson Wentz, they replaced uh, Taylor Heineke with him. They put him back as the starter. Carson Wentz was not great last week, uh, obviously, and turned it over, you know, kind of went all Carson Wentz at the end. So this is buying on weakness a little bit with the commanders, but this is also saying that, you know what, Dallas may go ahead. If, if they know what is happening, you're going to see probably a short leash on Dak on Ezekiel Elliott, on C.D. Lamb, on a lot of the starting offensive linemen, Micah Parsons, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm just grabbing a number before it drops if that scenario presents itself on Sunday afternoon. All right. Uh, so, yes, uh, getting back uh, Heineke on that one. Come on, Rivera. I mean, just I, I know he's I know. not uh, responsible for everything, but you just could not uh, do that. But he did. All right. So uh, Jacksonville uh, in Tennessee. We've got Tennessee plus six and a half. Teaser, Cleveland plus eight and a half. And Minnesota minus one and a half. Uh, Las Vegas plus nine and a half against Kansas City. Kansas City just four eleven and one against the spread this year. And then Washington plus the seven and a half 
at home against Dallas. West 30 and 27 on the season. A little, a little extra, a little lanyard pick, four of them for you this uh, this week in the NFL. For Wes Reynolds of Eason, I'm Jimmy Otto, the Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.